Can you still say what's true for you, even when those around you are extremely challenged by it? Listen and find out what happens when both the gals have big experiences with this. Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hey, Krista. Hey, Catherine. What's going on? Zoom. We are learning. <laughs> all I want to do is what a Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, 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 Zoom. zoom, zoom. <laughs> this is it, man. It's like last three days I've been literally on six to eight hours of Zoom calls for three days in a row. I can't believe it. Thank God for the podcast. It's only four hours on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of liking the, you know, getting to learn all the new technology and... Good. I'm glad you're having fun with it. And so, what are we talking about today, Miss Krista? Well, um, last week's episode was so fun. I was in such a great mood, and I was like, "Hey, y'all, guess what?" I was flying all high. proud of myself. I was flying high, and I, you know, to recap a little bit, I had um, just had the experience of like telling Golden Eyes and Mister Right Here, Right Now, like my truth, like what's true for me, and in that moment was. I didn't want to have to choose between the two of them. I wanted to kind of date both of them. And my experience last week was both of them saying like, okay, that sounds good. We just want you to be happy. Okay. And everybody felt like at peace. And I was like, yay, me. Like you know, total validation that it's okay for me to express Ask myself. Ask what I want and tell everybody who I am and be the person I am. and Announce it publicly. <laughs> and know? just like after months of grappling with this, look, the universe is so supporting me. Everything yeah. is lining up. And we literally pressed like, you know, stop on the recording. <laughs> and we were like, that was such a great episode. And then like, I received this text from Mr. Right here right now. And he's like, yeah, so um, I, I don't know. I don't know about this. I think, you know, I'm out. And I was like, ah! <laughs> like what? Damn it, universe. See, I told you it's not okay for me to ask for what I want. <laughs> oh, it's so tempting. It's so tempting to give it up right when people don't approve of what we want. Oh, and it, you know, I had to work through lots of feelings of like total humiliation of like, oh, I just proclaimed it to the world. And now look, I'm a complete asshole because, <laughs> you know, apparently everything I just said was my experience and not somebody else's experience. Yeah. And and we know so much better what's happening there in so many ways. And, you know, I luckily got to have my own experiences with claiming some truth for la from last week and getting uh, confronted with someone's upset about that. And the point is and the thing we're talking about today is you're gonna to be whole we got to tell ourselves we got to tell our story we got to say who we are and we got to say it out loud we got to be loud and proud about who we are yeah and people ain't gonna always like it and when they do are we gonna stay strong so yeah, like it was the whole like what was really coming up for me is well he was having a little freak out and I could feel like, wow, you know, the things he's saying that he's freaking out about really aren't what's happening here. It's like, I could feel there was an underlying reason. 
And, um, but the way he was communicating it to me was like projection, projection, projection. Like, you know, if this happens, then that's going to happen. And then that's going to happen. I was like, whoa, like, you know, and one of the biggest things was like, he didn't want to create drama. And I was like, dude, you're the one creating drama right now. Like nothing has happened yet. You've just created this whole story inside your head and you've brought it to me and been like, boo, throw it in my lap. And like, you're running away. I'm like, so if that's who you are in this moment, then bye. (laughs) And I was so clear in that, like, I don't have, you know, space for that. And he was sitting there like, I don't, you know, if you start dating Golden Eyes again, then there's going to be drama and I don't want to be brought into that drama and you're going to get hurt and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, the only person hurting me right now is you. The only person creating drama is you. The only person talking to me in a way that sounds very reminiscent of Golden Eyes is you. Of Rico Suave when Golden Eyes wasn't on uh, yeah, yeah. Rico Suave. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I think that was a little eye-opening him and a moment for him to reflect on his actions. And, you know, he ended up coming over and we talked and like, it was, it was, how do I say it? Like, it was that moment of the old me would have wavered. I would have heard him freak out. I would have said, inside, oh my God, I don't want to, I don't want to lose him. So let me just say whatever he needs to hear right now to make it all better. And instead, I was like, okay, I'm going to choose a new behavior this time. And the new behavior is, I hear that's how you're feeling. That's not my truth. And I'm okay if you need to walk away from this. Totally get it. No hard feelings. Hope you and your family are well. Peace out. And I was so, like, strong in that knowing that he, like, switched very quickly, like, okay, let me, let me, let me just, like, talk this out, you know, and then he wanted to start getting clarity on why he was freaking out. And so I know that in the past, if I would have showed up with my hurt self and the one who was like, oh my God, I just told the world this and now this is happening and I'm so humiliated and you're ruining my life and you've lied to me because you said it was okay and now it's not okay. Like if I would have let that story grab a hold of me, him and I would have just ended in arguing. Right, right. And, And here's the thing. It's like, you're so clear that what you claimed was actually true for you. And, and like what pushed you over the top to be able to say it out loud was that you were kind of feeling like they were both going to be okay with it. So you were like, okay, I'm going to take this big step because I actually think that both these guys are going to be relatively okay because you kind of tested the water a little bit. Mm-hmm. They didn't, weren't really expecting you to say that, and clearly. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so it was really fascinating that the that's like that little moment of the ego choice of are we going to fall into this sort of collapsing ego story of oh my god i'm going to be i'm going to die essentially from all this mm-hmm. or wait a minute i am completely calm i'm saying what's true for me and people are just making shit up all over the place about how this is going to be and how this is going to be for me and who I am, even who you are, right? And go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say the part about like he's when we were feeling really whole, this arrangement was it worked for him. When Golden Eyes and I are feeling really whole, this arrangement's fine. And so when I announced it to the world, like, hey, this is what I've asked, and both have said they would accommodate that, everybody was feeling held and hold and heard. Then 
it's like this little like unraveling, like the string was pulled. And over the next day, different feelings started coming up for probably all three of us, but I'm, you know, to really talking about both their individual experiences. It's, their story started to unravel a bit. And then that's the, I, so the unraveled version of him is the one who came back like, oh, like, I, you know, I'm out. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And the, the and so one we were that having, was having a, a like a person, personality level ego attack or a fear attack that something that he had built was going to get lost and something that he wanted was going away. And so the only way he knows how to control it is to reject it. And yet mm-hmm. you're like, well, wait, I, that doesn't make me have to reject myself, which is fantastic, right? Right. It's brilliant that you just said, okay, you guys have your feelings, make up your stories, and I'm going to be here doing the same <laughs> damn thing when you get back or don't come back, like whatever. And it, it's so it's so powerful and it's so clear that it's you. Like that's when we're whole, when we've really, you've spent so much time on this, Christy. You spent so much time like testing the waters and wondering who you are and asking questions. And we're talking about who you are right now. Not who you mm-hmm. are in a year and who you are now you're because be we all know by Ms. next week right here right now. Ms. <laughs> right here right now. But um, you know, there's a lot going on in our world right now. We are who we are right now. And that's the best we can do. And I just love you were claiming to be who you are. You had every reason to believe that these people were gonna participate. And then they didn't, and it's such a surprise. And you're like, wait, what? 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 Yeah, because then Golden Eyes, you know, he had his moment of like realizing like what is he doing? Like, he actually wants to have a full-time committed relationship with me now. He wants to choose me. He wants me to choose him. And so, all of a sudden, he was having a moment of, you know, at first it was like, okay, just to have some of me because he loves me. Right. But then having that feeling of, wait, no, that actually isn't what I want. I actually want the whole thing or not, you know, or nothing. Yeah. And it's like, so both people stepped out of, I mean— they were just having their like little ego freakouts because when they're truly yeah. and they're loving with me, they're enjoying me. We're having great conversations. They're loving me. Everything's fine. When they go into like, I need to oh, possess you. I need to possess or that's going to cause me harm or you're not acting in a way that you are saying you're acting. So now I don't trust you. Like when we start going into those stories, all of a sudden everybody stepped out of their wholeness. Parts are showing up. Yeah. The difference in this situation is that And maybe it is because I proclaimed it to the world. I didn't have a choice but to hold in my wholeness (laughs) in a way. Damn podcast. Oh, man. I'm like, I am being tested big time right now. And so it kind of gave me the the courage to just stand and like tell both of them that I hear both of them. I love both of them in different ways. And it's okay whatever they choose to do for themselves. And I'm still... You know, me saying to Mr. Right here right now, I'm still going to continue talking and having some type of relationship with Golden Eyes. And Golden Eyes, I'm not ready to commit to a full time relationship with you right now because I'm still healing and learning stuff with Mr. Right here right now. So I get what both of your needs are, valuable, honor them, and I I can't sacrifice what I know to be true for myself. You know, Krista, this reminds me not only, well, I do have a little story about this week on my own, but um, this also reminds me of a lot of what we've been talking about, about what's been happening with um, Mr. Delicious and I in the realm of the push in our sexual relationship. 
and how I was had been giving up myself, giving up myself, giving up myself, making up the story that I needed to do that for partnership. I needed to do that. And then less and less and less being able to do it. Finally holding the space and holding the ground and saying to him, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't actually do this until it feels right. And having to go, and <laughs> those of you who are listening know we went through a couple iterations of almost right, almost right, not right, not right. Mm-hmm. And then having, you know, to go He's claiming that bigger, 1%, the 100%. Right, the 98, 99% is a bitch, but 100% is actually where we need to live. And so claiming your wholeness and holding that was what healed what was broken. And it had to be 100% before it could heal. And that was the crazy part. If I had given in at any point and not let him really understand that I was not going to give up on myself, there would have been a way that I would have given up on myself and then he would have not totally trusted me. And I think trust is a really big piece here. And for sure. Yeah, Because sure. it's like, you know, it's it plays into why like golden eyes and I, why I can't yet envision a long-term relationship with him because although I do trust what he's saying right now, I do really hear it and believe it. There hasn't been the history yet. Like I haven't had enough time with him to trust that it's going to be for the long term. Yeah. You have to see the proof that he really has made a shift in his consciousness. And he really, now he is acting that way with you right now. So you can see it and you can trust it for today. But as you're saying, you need more track record. So, Mm -hmm. um, and it, it just takes time. Time to Which get is what, things. you know, you're getting, you and Mr. Delicious now are living together, right? Yeah. So you're getting that built-in track record. Oh like God, no one, like even the days where you want to run, it's like, sure, we live in the house together. There's not, you, you can't run that anywhere. quick away. You <laughs> so can we, run, but you can't hide. Yeah. So you have to keep showing up day after day after day because you're like, literally you've committed to living together now and, and yeah. being engaged. Like I don't have that commitment with either person. Yeah. And so, and they don't have it with me either. So there is this, it, it's so easy for them to run away if they want to when things get bumpy. And and I know like GoldenEyes and I, we have run away so many times from each other. Right. And this feels like the first time that we're realizing how much we like to run away when it gets too intense. And this yeah. time it's like, this is this is where I'm beginning to trust again because we are not running away, and we're actually telling the truth, like, yeah, there's still some wounded parts in there that are showing up to the table and interacting together. Yeah, and, you know, I I think this is, this is just such a fascinating topic, like, who are we when we're wounded? Who are we when we're loving? And I, I had this really, you know, this is the age of coronavirus. We're not pretending it's not here. <laughs> That's why you're getting us on two different screens and or you can't see that, but we can. But what happened to me this week was related to that. And it was still about standing in truth and my truth and my wholeness. And what I truly, and what Krista, I believe also, and she'll tell me if I'm wrong very quickly, <laughs> is that, that the wholeness that we are, the loving that we are, the field that we stand in that is our source is a place that we know. We know we're connected. We know how we feel. We know we're whole. It doesn't have whole. It doesn't, we're whole and it doesn't have holes in it. It is sacred. It is holy. It is loving. It is joyful. It is this beautiful space of, of a higher mind. 
And, and it's where we can see the other person fully. Like, this right. is what we were talking about in the episode, maybe 36, Blinded, where, you know, when someone is showing up in their wounded parts, it's like, does it blind us from seeing their pure, loving essence? Well, and who are we being that we're blind? Like, I, right. what I know and what I believe is there's no space for me to be blind, except that I can be blind. And so... Um, what what Krista was demonstrating in her experience was that she refused to be blinded from seeing them as whole and seeing herself as whole while they went through whatever chaos they needed to go through, whether they came back or not. And in my experience, what was more public, um, <laughs> much more public, <laughs> yeah, uh, was on Facebook. Easy. And um, I I had just connected. This is like the third incidence. Cause like, if you think about it, we've had three it's episodes true. now where you've been like, man, this Facebook thing. So it's, we had this conversation last week of like, wow, this keeps showing up for you. You know, what, what are you calling in for yourself? And then whammo, you get the mother of all you know, Facebook attacks this week. Was really for me, it's the mother of anyone I've ever had before. <laughs> and yeah. um, I, I think I think as Krista said, it has happened a couple of times. And what I'm doing is speaking what's true for me. And people I've come to realize are not that comfortable with it. And so what I'm what I'm doing is in no way disrespectful. It just happens to be what's true for me. But people are being crazily disrespectful to me. And in this last incident, somebody just posted something so incredibly disrespectful to a whole group of people. And I had just come across a thing that said, you know, just because you're nonviolent and peaceful doesn't mean you get to look the other way when people are um, hurting each other or, or perpetuating injustice. And that's what this felt like to me. It was complete attack, public attack on some people in my town and this very little town that we live in. And I sort of thought it was tongue in cheek and I was trying to find out and I sort of poked in a little bit to find out because it was a person that I've known and I considered a close sort of spiritual ally. Mm-hmm. Um, and very quickly, I was the one being called names. And I have never been spoken to like that on Facebook. I was like, what Whoa. is this? And what was true is in the moment, I was I had to make a decision about okay, now I just said something. Now do I stop saying something or do I keep moving forward? And so I decided to hold the line for love, wholeness, kindness, respect, honor. And I'm not going to degrade who I am because someone is trying to degrade me. They're just, in truth, exposing themselves, which Krista was able to point out to me pretty quickly. (laughs) In the meantime, I'm human. And to be assaulted and attacked like that on Facebook, in my own community, from someone I've known, it was such a shock. And I just, that, of course, what I had to do immediately was breathe and try and move through the situation. And I went back like three or four times trying to settle and be calm and invite a conversation, a really important conversation. And I wasn't able to, and it got more and more and more belligerent. And it was just so surprising to me. And eventually what ended up happening was that I did terminate my participation in the conversation. I just stopped. There was clearly no way for me to participate 
in the manner that I choose to participate with someone who was willing to be so outside of respect and mm-hmm. honor for me. It just, it wasn't worth it anymore. There was no point. And I was really hurt and really angry in the beginning. And I definitely called and cried on the phone to Krista because it hurt my feelings so bad. And it really kind of threw me off. And then I had this awareness that now, as Krista said, this has happened three times. And what the awareness is, is that people are so scared right now. Yeah. And they're so afraid of dying that they're so afraid that other people are going to make them die by something Mm -hmm. that they're doing. They feel so vulnerable. And I finally, like I had a moment of pure compassion for this. Who am I to say that they don't get their fear right now? They get their fear. And who am I to challenge their fear? Maybe not, maybe not for me to do, but what it mm-hmm. is for me to do is have some compassion and forgiveness and loving. Because if I was as scared indeed as they are, I, I would probably behave the exact same way. Right. If my belief system lined up the way theirs does, if I had the same belief system, if I had been taught the same things, if people had, you know, filled my mind with all sorts of things like that, I would probably have had the same experience. I would probably have made the same choices. My choices have, Chris and I have both gone very deep into what does it mean to be sort of an evolutionary, evolutionary human, like to be a person who can be loving in the face of pressure who can hold our ground. You know, Gandhi, Martin Luther King are some of the people that we revere so much. It's and scary. It's, but um, it's scary to stand there and say, this, is, this, this isn't working. Because everyone says, oh, just be the light. And it's like, that sounds great in theory. Like, yeah, yeah go out and be positive and, you know, put a smile on your face and do good for others. But you're taking it to the next level. Like you you are embodying it. You're just not like walking around your community, smiling at people and helping people. You're standing up publicly and demonstrating what it looks like to move about the world in your loving, in your words, in your actions. Isn't and that you are, you are so like your belief in that, your un, I can say the unwavering knowing that being in your loving is your ultimate purpose and that anything that's outside of loving just isn't the truth. Yeah, and what we mean by loving is this field of, of universal energy that has our highest capacities of love and joy and peace and abundance and, and compassion, and all that makes us the most beautiful people we are, and all of our highest creativity and possibility, all of it is all in this field we call love. Many people call it God. Many people call it infinite intelligence. People call it whatever This is the wholeness, want. though, that we're also it's, talking about. Right. And so holy. your wholeness was showing up and his woundedness was was showing up. And I can say that because he wouldn't have been saying the things he was saying if he was in the field with you. No. So and, because one person's out of the field and one person's in it, it was creating this spark on Facebook. And what usually happens is both people go down, right? Right. If If someone attacks, then you attack back. And the, the the whole idea here was not to attack back, and it was like an ego death, like you can't imagine. Right? It was like this screaming. It was like you know when the, they pour water on the wicked witch of the west, and she's like, <laughs> I'm not doing it! 
on. It's like my ego was just like, oh, I want to kill this person. Mm-hmm. And I was just holding space and shaking and trying to sort out how do I keep choosing love? How do I keep choosing to be honoring and respectful? And then to really realize the compassion that I can actually have for people who are that afraid. And they have a reason to be that afraid. And this, But you get to have that compassion and not be afraid because you're exactly. not stepping out of the field. Exactly. Because the and field it's not that you haven't the, been... Ahead, it's not that you haven't been afraid during this, you know, yeah. coronavirus stuff. We've all had our fears come up, but that's when we just keep going like, okay, that's the ego that's afraid. That's the ego who's afraid I'm not going to have money or that my kids are going to get sick or whatever it is that we're being challenged with in our individual right. situations. We know everyone out there right now is having their own experience around this. And whatever your, you know, the, our challenges are with this, those are the ego challenges, Exactly. Those are not our highest self challenges because when we're in our highest self, when we're in our wholeness, we can't, those, there's just not even a challenge out there because we know we're unwavering in our knowing that this is all happening for us in our transformation. Yeah, this is our evolutionary moment. We are stepping mm-hmm. into a moment where we get to choose every single moment. Are we going to go into a massive amount of fear? And I am not saying. We all haven't because we all have during these mm-hmm. weeks and God knows how long this is going to last. And I'm praying very, very quickly that this will all be resolved. There is a way that within us, we're playing the same game. It's it are the small parts of me that wake up in the middle of the night. are like, ah! they're, you mm-hmm. know, that person is this and someone else is doing that. And that person's going to make me sick if they don't get inside the building. And, you know, whatever it is that each person is up to, that is happening inside me also. And what's so great is having this level of compassion about what was happening outside of me, having a moment to be able to look and say, wow, wow, those people are really afraid gave me the opportunity in the middle of the night to have compassion with the part of me that started sinking into my fear of, oh, I'm planning this for my bank account this year. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I was not. And I wasn't planning, planning it for all sorts of reasons. But it, it's here. But it's here. It's here. And it's giving, for you specifically, I see that it's giving you this opportunity to really stand up in the world and kind of proclaim all that you know to be true in like such a huge way. And what I feel like it's showing our community with, you know, specifically within this example is you have two very spiritual, well-known people in the community. And from what I see, it's like you're getting to see kind of what the two camps look like Mm. in what's the message. So like someone can say they can preach all about love, but if their behavior is not demonstrating that, then all of those words and all that preaching just becomes null and void. Right. Right. So, and you and know. so what you're doing is you're preaching love, and then your actions behind it demonstrated love, which feels very trustworthy. And it feels like if I'm someone on the outside looking in, like if I was witnessing this conversation on Facebook, I would be kind of ping-ponging back and forth between these two spiritual leaders. Like, well, it's so clear to me which— which path I would want to, whose path I would want to follow, Mm. because one is 
fully loving and graceful. And the other one has a lot of like, kind of like fire and brimstone behind it, which means there's ego involved. There's fear. There's trauma Againstness in there. And he was feeding againstness. Yeah. Yeah. Which is brilliant because we all got to witness it. It was like a perfect example of what that looks like. Ego versus higher self. That's really funny. It was was really a screaming perfect example. And it was all on Facebook. And there was a lot of people that got involved. And I was just like, please take this down. Please take this down. This is is not helping anybody. And they finally did take it down. And yet it did help, help a lot of people. I think, you because think? there's, even if it shifted one person's perception of, oh, that's what it looks like when someone says something and then they behave in a different way. Mm. It's a clear example. Yeah. And, and I, I want to just say for me too, is I recognize that I, I also do that. I also say one thing and, and act another way because I'm not always whole. And so I, I want to just make space for all of us to have compassion for everyone that's doing that right now. It's so confusing. There's so much information that's shifting and changing, and so many people have opinions about. I've never gotten so much crap in face on my Facebook Messenger that people swear to God is like the best information. <laughs> and twelve people send it to me and say they with their friend, and they don't know each other. You know, it's like it's silly stuff. So, what I really want to say is that I'm as fallible as anyone else. And when I'm holding this place and I feel whole, it's the best feeling in the world because I know it's who I am and it's who I'm meant to be. And I guess this isn't about the the virus. This isn't, I mean, this is just the vehicle in which this is being brought to light. But this, this concept of remaining in our wholeness, it's everywhere. It's in every relationship. It's in our jobs. It's with our finances, our kids, our health. So it's like, and and I think this is what we continuously talk about is like, you know, we can have this faith or this belief system, but when we, when we change our belief system based on what's happening in our life, it's showing us where we're out of alignment. So some some people will preach a certain thing and all of a sudden something happens and then they're, they don't stick to that tool. Right. as their truth, as their North Star. And so right. we are continuously talking about, here's where we're going, here's what we truly, truly believe. And yes, we fall off to one side or another, and we keep talking about how we keep getting back up and pulling ourselves back into the center to keep going forward. Because, you know, Golden Eyes and I, we were the, the ego selves just ah, going at each other all the time. And so... We kept falling off center. And so even though we both had really brilliant tools to use, and even though we were both really doing our work, we just weren't there yet. So we yeah. just kept falling off. And now it kind of feels like maybe out of just sheer exhaustion over the last couple of years and getting beaten down so low, we, were real, we're, we got to the point of just like letting it all go and not, not needing anything from each other anyway. It was like the moment where we could come back and step back and we both I think went away and got into wholeness and now that's more what's coming to the table you know that's so interesting that you say that thing about going away because in many situations that is what needs to happen because we have to stop the way that we're poking at each other like I had to get off that thread on Facebook Mm -hmm. and stop being poked because the truth is you know, this that saying of sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me is 
you know, not exactly true. You can get a pretty good energetic shot from somebody that can feel like a hit in the gut. And eventually you learn how to build your space around you and make sure you're whole and safe inside it. And you do all sorts of energetic, spiritual (laughs) things, which we will not necessarily share with you today, but there are ways to protect yourself. And I think that I recognize that I wasn't protected. When words hurt, it's because there's somewhere inside of you that there's an element of truth for yourself. So everything this person was saying to you, it's like, it's not necessarily that it was true for you, but it was bringing something to the surface or helping you clear something within yourself. And I don't I, know I think, for you what that was. Yeah, I think, Krista, I want to just say that I think there's this element of protection that um, I I can speak up for myself, but I also am recognizing that if I'm going to be holding a big space for a big conversation that it's probably a really good idea for me to acknowledge that something could come back to me and to just make a space for that and surround myself in light and ask for the protection and Mm -hmm. not let myself be put out there. And the reason I know that's true is because as a child, I was out in the world without protection. And so that was the trigger of who is letting this happen to me? That was the little thing that was getting triggered of that little girl who wasn't protected, now suddenly out in the world, not protected. And it was me this time that wasn't protecting me. And so it's just, it's just a matter of a little shift of consciousness, like, oh, I'm going out in the world to have a conversation that might be a big conversation for someone. I'm just going to sort of circle myself and let myself know. Just I'm covered in the solar plexus area and in the heart, and I'm willing to say what's true and not take personally what comes back. And it's I think like if, the spiritual prep part, like exactly. you were using the tools that you know to do to kind of, um, well, you were recentering yourself, coming back into your loving. And from that place, then you could have this big conversation where you can hold space. But if you're a wounded little girl who needs protection, shows up, then she's, you know, then the battle just continues. And then I'm just the victim of the big bully again, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm not a victim of any bully. I have no need for anybody to show up and beat me up. And I don't, I don't need that kind of protection. My, my best protection is my intuition, my knowing, my care, my love. And the fact that I know all those things are way more powerful than anybody's bullying no matter what it looks like in the moment, you know, Mm -hmm. it just, so I invite, we invite you all to think deeply about this because this is a big time for thinking deeply or, you know, drinking wine and watching TV because I think we've all been (laughs) doing a combination of both. A combination of little sacks. I think anything you can do to relieve the anxiety, oxytocin, one of my favorites, um, and we're going to talk. But you know, more. we're really being fo- we're really being forced to sit with ourselves during this time. So, what a great time to masturbate! To if you get, must. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> well, what I was going to say is in your get really clear. Yeah, is to like just get really clear on you know what your knowings are. Yeah. Yeah, and if you yeah. don't know and you want to feel knowing, then start investigating. Start investigating what spiritual psychology is about and. What is it that makes you feel like you? Not like some shell of you, but like the deepest sense of the you that you are so proud of being. 
that you show up when you show up. That's just it. Like, that's what I felt last week. It was like this moment of like coming on the podcast. And in that, when I was describing what I had gone through and what I'd asked for, I felt the most empowered in my whole life that I was fully stepping forward in who I am and what I want for my life. I wasn't scared to say it. I wasn't scared to ask for it. And it's like in doing so, I kind of got gifted with what I wanted. And then I got tested. Yeah. And then I had to, and I, and I fell off center. I mean, Catherine will say, it's like that text came in right after the episode was done. I was like, what? And I was like, (laughs) my body was shaking. I couldn't talk. I'm like, what the hell just fucking happened here? And, and I could have let that story perpetuate. Right. And it was like, no, something's happened. He got scared. It's fine come back into center and approach him from my centered place and allow him some time to then gently come back into center. And then it all worked out. And then we came to a, okay, here, you know, we came to a solution for each other that worked for both of us. And, and then we, you know, kept moving forward and then it's been fine ever since. And it, no one's running. Everyone's okay with their truth and also accepting of where the other people are. And, um, and, you know, I had a, the same kind of little uh, with Golden Eyes where we, we were both having that moment of running and having to, like, come back really, I mean, with him because there's so much history of falling off center. It was taking, you know, having to pull in the big muscles to pull ourselves back into center and go, like, look at each other and be like, we have to do this differently if we're going to heal this and move through this. Not so that we can yeah. be together, but so that we can learn how empowered we are and we can learn how to communicate better. And we can learn that these little things that are grinding against each other are the parts that we have not healed together. And it doesn't mean if we heal them that we're going to walk off into the sunset together. But if we heal it together, then we don't have to continue having this experience. Right. And that's the thing is you don't, we don't need to heal the same thing with everyone. We just need to heal it with one person really heal it. And then we get a deeper cut. Sometimes we have to go again and it may look like the same thing, but it never is. It's a deeper cut and it's another place of healing. And, you know, one thing we know is that with healing, we heal for ourselves, but we also heal for the planet and for all the other people, our heredity and the generations before and after us. We'll all be healed by whatever action we're taking. Our children are healed and their children are healed in these moments. The point of this is the more loving that we can be, the more power that we have. And I definitely would say that Krista and I both had moments last week where we stepped into a kind of power that everyone wants to possess, even though we had moments that were scary, even though things wobbled for a little bit. We got back on the horse and we rode in our loving, in our wholeness, and out into the world. And that is our intention, is we are holding this intention for you. Our other name, not just the Holy Fuck Podcast, is Two Gals Soul School. And it's because we have been in soul school and we know it. We're enrolled Mm full-time and we're here loving. We're loving you. We're loving everyone who is here. We're loving this whole world. We're healing ourselves for you and for us. And we want this world to be the most beautiful place it can be for everyone. So with that, I hope you're being compassionate to yourselves as we found in ourselves to be with (laughs) the people who were wobbling in our lives. 
compassionate within yourself and kind, kind to yourself, kind each other in this time of so much fear. And we just want you to know how much we love you and how much silliness is going on over here. (laughs) We imagine as much of that is going on for you too. Yeah, for sure. So no more virus. No. Spread the love. Right. Spread the love. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love you.